Hey guys, you're listening to the Your Party People podcast. This is Lexi Tran, owner of Ivory and Fern, a Midwest-based photographer. And this is Katie Murphy, owner of Jane Ray Events, your Midwest wedding planner. We're here to give you couples a guide on how to maneuver one of the best days of their lives and how to keep it from being one of the worst. Welcome to the party. Woo woo! Hi guys, we're back. Today, last time, we talked about you've got friends and you've got vendors. And I feel like we all learned a valuable lesson last time. (laughs) This time, if you got married in 2020 and you're planning something for 2021 now, this is the episode for you. That is all we're talking about today. But before we jump in, it is National Pink Day. Yes, it is. So we are, of course, wearing pink. We're drinking rosé wine. Pink, pink. And if you're watching, it should be Wednesday. And uh, we wear pink on Wednesdays. Yes. Yes, we do. I feel like I told Lexi, I am channeling Regina George's mom right now. (laughs) Not Regina George. (laughs) Not Regina Regina George, but her mom. (laughs) With my pink shoes. I I mean, I got it down, I feel. All I think of is the velour sweatsuit that has, like, the sassy, like, bejeweled on the butt. Yes. And she's dancing in the aisle for the talent show. Like, oh, oh. Knows all the moves. I mean, I feel like that could be me one day. I don't know. I could see see it. You would totally do (laughs) it. That's great. So happy National Pink Day. Yes, we're pink. Um, So we're going to get into it. 2020. What a year (laughs) for everybody in all different ways. Um, But we're going to talk about, you know, wedding couples, vendors, and how they went through that. Um, As a planner, I had to grasp that real quick and figure out how to navigate through that because everybody kind of came to me for that even vendors did Um, so I in that process I developed like a postponement package really got it narrowed down watched the news every day to try to see the updates on what the regulations were Um, so it it was a lot and I learned a lot really fast Um, and I do want to say going out to our couples still right now so stressful oh my gosh so hard our heart our hearts are with you um but hopefully we have more grasp on that right now where we are today and uh we're here to tell you some ideas on how to if you got married in 2020 how to celebrate this year what do you where do you go now Mm -hmm. so I actually experienced it really more on a personal level because I planned my sister's wedding right and she got married last September in 2020 and we scaled it way back because just for safety and that's what that I felt like at the time that was the right thing to do and with who we invited it was a lot of family it still had the wedding party but it was a lot of family who if you're going to have a dance I don't know how many people would really dance once it got to that point and there were only 40 people there so we were like what could we do to still have that entertainment portion of it and still have the night go to like 10 or 11 at night still and other than just a dinner so what we did is we had catering by cleavers shout out to them amazing food (laughs) wine we had a five course wine tasting love that and that took up you know two and a half three hours and that's how we celebrated the night with family and our close annie and kyle super close friends and actually when you have like five or six glasses of wine, yeah. 
you are ready to dance. So there was definitely a dance going on once the dinner ended. And what a celebration it was. It was so much fun. It was very unique. I actually ended up doing it for another couple as well, that same format. Um, But this year, they are still going to have a party, and it's on their anniversary. So... Lexi, you want to tell us a little yes. bit about that, like anniversaries receptions? Yes. And I love that idea because <clears throat> I feel like sometimes when people like play in that ceremony, they're like, oh my gosh, we have to do a reception like as soon as possible. People are going to want to celebrate you no matter when you plan it. Mm-hmm. So an anniversary reception is a great way to make it more feasible almost too. Like you can recover from your ceremony financially and then also be able to say, hey, we've been married a year. We're going to throw a huge party or we're going to do a dinner again. And so that's so cool to have your wedding party come back out. Also another way for your bridesmaids and them to all put their stuff back on, get another use out of everything that they bought for your ceremony, um, get it back on, reintroduce them, um, and then just really have a good time. And if um, you uh, get a highlight video, which I highly, highly encourage, um, (laughs) that is always a great place to show that video. And like I said, it incentivizes that price tag even more to be able to use those things over and over again um who doesn't want to put all their wedding stuff on again and be able to use it because I take every opportunity I can to put my dress back on um so the slideshows and all the things that you make prior is always a good way to show that at an anniversary party um and then do the dinner again do your toast do your speeches all that stuff all over again because if you don't get to do it and you feel like you missed out but you still want to get married on your date do that and just do your party as like more of like a hey this is where we were when we got married and like this is where we are a year later and like then it just adds like a different flair to your dinner if you will right yeah right and another way if you don't want to have that formal dinner toast and all of that Mm -hmm. you can still start it with a cocktail hour and a couple appetizers and then go into the dinner portion, but not a sit down or a buffet. It can be more of heavy appetizers come out or their stations and keep that cocktail hour reception feel going. Right. And then you can still go into the dance, but you kind of have a little bit of flexibility there with meals. Right. Just rent all those food trucks. Just have them pull up. Fun. (laughs) Yes. That's a, that's a great idea. Great idea. Um, and another thing too, I want to mention with having the anniversary celebration you don't necessarily have to go with your classic wedding palette or the classic wedding roses, blushes, all that, which is beautiful. And if you want to have at it, go ahead. But you could do some parties tend to be more bright colors or unique to what you guys really like. And so you can have a lot of fun with it. There aren't any rules, you know, with that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to do that. I might I have know. to talk to Tommy about anniversary party. I do have to say I'm living through my sister Annie a little bit for planning her anniversary party this year. I'm like, oh, we're, we're actually doing um, a carnival color, like carnival oh, theme. Yeah. It's all the colors and it's just going to be a fun party with food trucks actually oh, too. My gosh. So I'm living through her for sure. Oh. Yeah. You should just have an anniversary party regardless, I feel like, whether you got yeah. married or not. I feel like that should just be a thing. Yeah, I want to have one in, so we'll be married seven years, and I want to have one in three years, a let's big just, one. Let's just normalize years. it. Yeah. Let's just, let's just make, make it, it a thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, before we go into our next uh, 
subject and topic about celebrating this year, we are going to hear from our girl, Ashley, with This or That, and we will be right back. Hey everybody, it's Ashley with This or That, and today we're talking about fresh floral versus silk floral. I think a common misconception is that always silk is going to be more cost-effective than fresh, and that's just simply not the case. So if you're working with a local rental company who offers silk floral arrangements, typically that is a more cost-effective way to get a little more bang for your buck. So it's a great way to incorporate into your centerpieces and arch garlands a heavier floral presence than you would maybe be able to afford if you went all fresh. However, if that's not an option and you're planning on going out and purchasing silk for yourself, it will be more expensive than typically getting all fresh through your local florist. So I would encourage you to price check and get some quotes and you will be probably pleasantly surprised at the amount of floral that you can afford. And greenery goes a long way too, right? So you can get a good amount of fresh greenery and a really simple and clean look for your ceremony and reception that doesn't make you go over your floral budget. So those are some things to consider when thinking about fresh versus silk. Ashley's always killing it with that this or that, man. She is. I can't. I can't Ashley Anderson, everybody. Yeah. Great job. She's made for it, man. <laughs> okay, Katie, tell us uh, the next thing we're talking about. What's our next bullet? Yeah, so our next tip was celebrating this year, if you got married in 2020, um, is to have that sequel wedding. So have the full-blown get married again, renewal of vows in, vows in a way, um, and then have the cocktail hour have the dinner, have the dance, hit all the highlights that you normally would have if you could have had your full celebration in 2020. So, and I do have several couples that are doing that. And, you know, it is, if you really want that, this is your chance to have it. And so just figure out what's best for you guys. But it's definitely a thing that I think your guests and family and friends will appreciate and they'll want to celebrate that whole day with you, you know? Right. And you know, what's so interesting about that is, we always say you only get this day one time, but mm-hmm. like in this formality and now that our times are changing with COVID, you don't get to do it just one time. If you want to split it into two separate things, you have that option now where before it was kind of taboo to do it that way. And elopements were like, oh, that's strange. That's different. They don't do the full thing. But now you have the option to do a sequel wedding or literally do it all over again later. And so I think that it's like revolutionizing what we think of as a traditional wedding day. Yeah, you're so right. Like the rules, or I don't want to say rules, like the guidelines for planning a wedding and everything and how you do that are much more flexible right now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. It just had that effect on everything. And so just figure out what you as a couple really want and how you want to celebrate. And everyone who loves you and and will be there will be along for the ride and go with that type of celebration. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just, you guys deserve that party getting married that deserves a celebration. And at the end of the day, it's, I know it probably seems I, with a lot of my clients, I have them coming in and they're like, I am just so over this. Like I, we got married. I mean, they, I can still see it in them that they want to celebrate and want to have that time this year, but they're so just disappoint you know it's supposed to be such a fun Mm -hmm. process planning your wedding and covid added way more stress onto that right and 
and I felt that for our couples, but I love being there to remind them, like, you guys got married and people want to celebrate that. (laughs) So let's plan the details. Let's figure this out because you won't regret it. I mean, when you're living the day, it's going to be most amazing thing. Right. And I can't like personally, I can't imagine having to be a bride and going back and planning our wedding during a pandemic or like having to change everything or like saying, Oh my gosh, we're going to lose all our deposits because we're going to have to reschedule this or reschedule that. And like, it's just so crazy to see the resiliency of these couples that are coming out of COVID. It's almost like testing their engagement, almost like putting this big stress on top of planning on wedding Mm -hmm. and then to have to come through that and then actually have the wedding is like just insane to me. And I can't even tell you how many invitations we've got for like a reschedule the date or here's our new date. And like, I just, I can't. And so like kudos to all those couples that are out there that are still planning or canceled everything and are replanning like holy cow you guys are doing it because I can't imagine having to go through that so wow yeah absolutely cheers to you guys yes cheers well we are going to end this party right now and uh thanks for tuning in today guys and we will see you next time and for another great topic yes yes we'll see you later bye Thanks for listening to the Your Party People podcast. If you already love us, make sure to come back to the party every other Wednesday. If you really love us, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at It's Your Party People podcast. And make sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and if you have any topics you want us to cover in a future episode. DM us on Instagram or email us at yourpartypeoplepodcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. See you at the next party. Bye.